This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, Aaron Hawksworth, Jim Rodriguez with you. And joining us now is Joe Osborne of Covers.com. Welcome back to the show, Joe. I'm here in Washington, D.C., and uh, people are celebrating like the Commanders won the Super Bowl last night. I do have to admit, for a preseason game, it was a very good game. It got me fired up for the regular season. It doesn't count, however. It was really just practice, if you will. John Harbaugh seemed like he is upset that that streak came to an end. Uh, the commanders, even though they probably won't admit it, they were they were definitely trying to beat him last night. Beat him by one point, came down to the end. Joe's sly with a field goal. The total goes over. The commanders win by one. And the streak came to an end. Did you have a play on that game? Yeah, I've been on the uh, the Ravens preseason here for the past couple seasons. So I was very disappointed to see that streak come to an end. I actually wrote a big article on covers about, you know, why they've had this incredible success in the preseason. And it looks like it's coming to an end because they didn't cover the spread in their first preseason game either. So, um, yeah, it, it was great while it lasted. Uh, we'll see what the line is for their final game here of the preseason. But one thing to keep in mind about the Ravens. So they tried to win. They tried to get this winning mentality going in the preseason. And that usually carries over to the start of the regular season. Check out their week one results the past couple seasons. They come out absolutely flying. So I think they'll be worth a look in week one. And I got to say, that that game had more drama than maybe 75% of the primetime games we saw last season. You guys might recall we had the Rams and the Packers and the Bucks and all these preseason games just being shoved down our throats, and those teams were uh, all, all pretty disappointing last season. So that was a fun game. I didn't plan on watching it from start to finish, but I did, and, I'm, uh, and I did enjoy it except for the final result. Hey, Joe, just because maybe I'm, I'm, I may be thinking about this too much or maybe I'm just that much of a degenerate, but my first thought was what you had mentioned, looking to the last or the next preseason game for the Ravens. They play the Buccaneers, and yeah, we're waiting for the numbers, but you just get the feeling that Harbaugh is going to go out and hammer the Buccaneers in that game just, again, for that winning mentality and to just get the, uh, the streak going again. You almost feel like, like the Ravens are a must-play in this, in this next preseason game. Yeah, I mean, if it's a reasonable number that's being offered, I will 100% play it because they do put an emphasis into winning in the preseason. Some teams don't. Uh, you know, each coach probably has their own 
philosophy, but they like to build that winning mentality early, and it almost paid off last night. Uh, we know it paid off in the 24 previous games. But, yeah, we'll, we'll see what that number is, and that might be worth uh, just, you know, a, a one-unit play. There's a lot worse bets you can make than a Ravens preseason bet, right? Yeah. True. Very true. I've, I've placed them. I'm sure of it. <laughs> so what is your approach now? Do you do more preseason betting? Are you already looking ahead to week one? Uh, preseason is kind of light for me. You know, uh, mm -hmm. I go with the trends like the Ravens one. If it's being offered at a fair number, you know, I'll play it basically every time. But, you know, there's so much unknown with the, with the preseason. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are fantastic at finding edges, though. But no, my focus now is into week one. Most of my feature bets have already been placed. I have placed one bet for week one. It is uh, for one of those, uh, a Washington Commanders game. I like the under of 40 and a half. They're hosting the Cardinals in week one. Th that might be the the worst game of the entire season. Maybe they're getting it out of the way early. The Cardinals at Washington. I'm sure our Commanders fans aren't very uh, psyched for that. But check out this trend, guys. The Commanders coming to the season on a trend that's seen them go 18-4-1. One to the under in their last 23 home games, 18-4-1 to the under. Now, this is a low total of 40-and-a-half, but we got to consider it looks like Colt McCoy is going to be starting at quarterback here for Arizona. They did average just 15.7 points over their final seven games. Of course, we know that Washington defense is pretty good. Who knows about their, their offense? You know, they looked all right last night, but it is the preseason Something to keep in mind, though, uh, the Cardinals' defense won't be anything special, but Jonathan Gannon, the new head coach, a lot of familiarity with the commanders, obviously, because he does come over from the Eagles. So I think we're going to see a low-scoring one in that game. So under 40-and-a-half for commanders-Cardinals week one. Yeah, that, that definitely feels like a 15-6 kind of game there, Joe. I, I'm, 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 with, I'm with you on that one. So I was checking out your stuff over at Covers, and you've got your, your win totals for, for the season. Mm -hmm. And I was pleasantly surprised to see your thoughts on both the Titans and the Rams this year. Yeah, I think people are sleeping on Tennessee quite a bit. You know, they look like a team that was maybe poised to go into a, a bit of a rebuild Maybe, but obviously they went out and they got DeAndre Hopkins. So that's not the case. They're not ready to pull the plug yet. And they got a win total of just seven and a half. I think that they can get to eight and maybe flirt with getting in to the playoffs here. This team has, you know, it's in their DNA to win ugly under Mike Vrabel. They win a lot of games that they're not supposed to. And I kind of see that carrying over to this season where they have a really easy schedule. Now, things absolutely fell off a cliff for them last year. But let's not forget they were a 500 team with Ryan Tannehill as a starter. And people might scoff at that. But I think Ryan Tannehill can be a competent quarterback. He was pretty good when he had A.J. Brown to throw to. Now he's going to have DeAndre Hopkins to throw to on that team too. So I think that they could be a little bit of a surprise in that division. So I do like them over seven and a half. And the play on the Rams... I do understand, like, this roster is a lot of young players, a lot of no-names, uh, a, a bit of – they don't even have too many stars. But this number is at six and a half, guys. And this is basically a bet on Sean McVay, you know. It's been kind of uh, hammered down our throats that this guy is already an all-time great coach. He's only 35 years old. And maybe he – or 37 years old, excuse me. But – 
coaches who are as good as McVay just don't lay down for two consecutive seasons, right? Like they were an absolute joke last year. They fell off of a cliff after winning the Super Bowl. But yeah, I, I think that they can get to, to seven wins. I think McVay, it, it's up to him to show us how good of a coach he can be. He's going to have Matthew Stafford back, Cooper Cup, and maybe a couple of players who we don't know right now become household names by the end of the season. So I don't expect them to get into the playoffs, but I do think that they can get to seven wins. That's interesting. We were just talking about them. Like, what if something happened to Stafford and it's like Stetson Bennett season and he has well, a big okay. season? <laughs> yeah. No? Yeah, you never know. But, but like I said, it, 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 it's, it's a bet on McVay. You know, this is supposed yeah, to be like exactly. a, a legendary coach already at, at 37 years old. And he could he had an easy out. He could have left and taken a TV job. But no, he's accepting this challenge and I don't think he's accepting just tanking and, you know, going into a re- rebuild by any means. He could have walked away, but he didn't. He came back. Mm-hmm. So I think that they can have a somewhat respectable season compared to last season, at least. Yep, I agree. The Browns, they are a tricky team to figure out. Something Deshaun Watson is going to be able to just flip this switch and be the guy that we saw before. And then others think maybe even yourself, that his best days are behind him. What's your overall assessment of this Browns team? I think a lot of people are giving Deshaun Watson a pass. He had worse numbers than Russell Wilson did last season, yet Russell Wilson was a punching bag every single week, deservedly so in a lot of cases. But people gave Watson a pass, and I don't understand it. Maybe people are uncomfortable talking about Deshaun Watson because of all the, the BS he went through there but uh i do think his best years might be behind them he was absolutely awful last season now a lot of people just expecting him to get right back in to pro bowl form so i do think that their win total is too high uh nine and a half out of a lot of spots you could get plus money on under eight and a half and i do like that bet this is a very difficult division that they're playing in uh and check out this division at best, they have the third best quarterback, depending on how you feel about Kenny Pickett, and possibly the worst defense in this division as well. And that does have a lot to do with it, playing in the AFC North. But yeah, I'll be fading the, the Browns uh, on their win total this season as well. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at 
at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. So Joe, I I, I was giving you your flowers because I agree with you with the Titans and, and the Rams, but I don't agree with the Panthers, you had them, you had them over the seven and a half. I mean, maybe it's me and watching these preseason games. And, and, and I know the rookies are going to struggle, but Bryce Young looks like, he looks like my 13 year old son out there. I mean, he is looks so <laughs> tiny out there and I know they're, they're in a trash division and everything like that, but walk me through it. Hold my hand. How do the Panthers get to eight wins? Well, it's only a one-win improvement from last season. And I do think that they do have a better coaching and quarterback situation. Of course, it was a bit of a revolving door quarterback for them last season, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold in there. And I do like this quarterback and head coach pairing uh, uh, Bryce Young. And I do think Bryce Young is going to be in a situation where he can have success. Often we see situations where an early quarter, uh, a quarterback who's picked early in the draft, Trevor Lawrence, Tua, for example, they just go into this awful situation where uh, the coaching stinks. Maybe the offensive line stinks. They don't have a whole lot of skilled players. Bryce Young is going to come into a situation where it's a scheme that fits his skill set, and it's an offensive-minded head coach in Frank Wright who maybe got a bit of a, uh, a bad rep maybe in Indianapolis. He kind of went into that situation thinking Andrew Luck was going to be his quarterback. Then all of a sudden it's a revolving door of passer prime, prime veterans. So things didn't work out there. I think he can have a lot of success with his hand-picked quarterback and Bryce Young. Uh, pretty good offensive line. He'll be behind the skilled players. Not so good. Really, but I think uh, just a one-win improvement for them. I think that they can be competitive in what looks to be a very wide-open division. All right, so Aaron Rodgers is going to make his Jets debut this weekend. Of course, he wants to play against the Giants. Why not try to win some more fans over there in New York? Seems like that's what he's been doing all offseason. Uh, you've been heavy on the trash talk when it comes to the Jets. You like the Oof. under on the win total. Tell us why. Guys, people have such a short memory with Aaron Rodgers. Did people not watch last season? He's coming off his worst season since his first year as a full-time starter. And people might say, well, Joe, he was beat up throughout the season. Yeah, that's true. And that's a valid excuse. But do we think all of a sudden the soon-to-be 40-year-old is just going to be 100% healthy now? He's probably going to be beat up again this season. So he also has that working against him. Then people are coming up, well, he's teaming up with Nathaniel Hackett again. Congratulations. Hackett was the laughingstock of the NFL last season. You might say, well, they won MVPs together when he was in Green Bay. Hackett wasn't making the play calls for the Green Bay Packers. That was Matt LaFleur. And people want to talk about this defense. Yeah, the defense is good. I don't think that they're as good as everyone thinks they are. Here's who they played, the quarterbacks who they had their wins against last season. Jacoby Brissett, Kenny Pickett, Skylar Thompson, ironically enough, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, and Trevor Simeon. That accounted for six of their seven wins last season. So under nine and a half wins, absolutely. For the Jets. Now, maybe the Jets have a good regular season. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe they get to double-digit wins. Don't make a bet on the Jets to win the Super Bowl. 
or to win the AFC. Have you not seen Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs the past couple of years? He has not been good. He has not been good in big games. Do we remember week 18 of last season? Win and get in at home versus the Lions, one of the worst defenses in the NFL. The Packers scored 16 points, guys. People have a short memory. And Tom Brady has totally distorted everyone's view of the aging quarterback. The guy's about to turn 40 years old. He's an all-time great. He's still a good quarterback, but taking the Jets from being a laughing stock to all of a sudden a Super Bowl contender, I don't get it. It's not a bet for me. <laughs> love it, love it. Joe, we got about 90 seconds to break. You're a man of all seasons. I want to touch a little MLB. Any, any plays for you for tonight? Yeah, a few spots that I like. A little bit of plus money action. Give me the Reds plus 120 in LA versus the Angels. I give them the starting pitching edge, the hitting edge, and the bullpen edge. Uh, Graham Ashcraft pitching for them tonight. He's going to keep them in it. Two or fewer earned runs allowed in seven of his last nine. Angels awful versus right-handed pitching lately. Uh, Lucas Giolito has not been good since coming over to the Angels. Uh, 814 ERA is backed up by a really bad bullpen, so plus money spot there on the Reds. Then an easy one here. Carlos Rodon under five and a half strikeouts. Even money on that one taking on the Washington Nationals. Averaging just 4.1 strikeouts per start this season. He's only hit six in, five, in one of his six starts. Washington a hard team to strike out, striking out the fourth lowest percentage versus left-handed pitching this month. So uh, Reds plus 120, Rodon under five and a half strikeouts. Nice. I love it. He's Joe Osborne of Covers.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Love the insights. Have a great day, and we'll see you soon. This is Beck UL Daily Thank presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we'll look at where MLB win totals stand with just about six weeks to go. Find out which one's already cashed right here on the Beck UL Network.